Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, episode 55. Uh, we're coming into the end of the year. Um, I'm joined by Dave and May is back. What's going on? Hey, not a lot. What about you guys? Not much. Welcome back. It's good to have you back behind the mic. Um, excited to hear about your gigs for the year because it's, um, yeah, they've been a bit, little bit different to ours. Yeah, yeah I'm excited to share all about them it's been a pretty busy year for gigs I think it's been um it's been a crazy year for gigs and I think before we even get to the gigs part of it I think it's been a big year I mean May you joined us back in was it like June maybe July Uh, I don't know a couple of months ago it was a while ago um and we know we had you on a few times but um we have you on for the next five episodes I believe um which is going to be a lot of fun because I feel like, I mean, in, in some in circles, uh, you've been called out to say when can May come back on. So <laughs> we want the record Thanks, to stand Jackson. that we don't know want you to come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, it's been a huge year for gigs, and uh, we just want to yeah, kind of we're going to be going through them, um, some stories and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but but May, you've been in Melbourne for the last week. Yeah, um, it was a pretty busy week. Didn't stop at all. Um, finally home and pretty run down now. But um, it was a great week. We had three gigs and ate lots of good food, done some shopping, and yeah, didn't stop at all. Love that. Um, where was your favourite spot to eat? Did you go to anywhere new, or was it just your usual, your usual favourites? Just the usual favourites, but like. Nick and I were talking about this earlier. Our favourite is still Dragon Hot Pot. Like, nothing can top that. It's just really good. Like, love being able to just pick all the ingredients and just sit there and just share this massive big bowl of hot pot. Yeah, lovely. And it's vegan? Yeah, they have a vegan one. So, yeah, that's good. And did you go there just the once? I saw. I think I saw on your socials it was, like, the first place you went to, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We, like, flew in and the weather was, like, 15 degrees colder than WA and we're like oh fuck yes hot pot weather so that like, was like the first place we went to yeah it was hot hot pot weather all week I would say yeah it was perfect now like back home I'm dying because it's just so hot compared to over pretty, there you had some pretty crazy weather right like you had a 43 degree day is that right uh something like that yeah like down south's a bit cooler than Perth but it's still very hot um yeah. Yeah, definitely crazy compared to over there. Um, over there, I was wearing like layers, hoodies, and everything, and then got back. I'm like, I've got to take this all off. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, and I mean, I guess like we'll, we'll talk about rating the gigs later on. But you went to a few gigs. What, what did you go to? Yeah, we went to Paramore on the Tuesday night, and then Post Malone on Thursday, and Good Things on Friday. Um, and what was the best? And you can't say good things just because of Fall Out Boy. Honestly, Post Malone. Like that was, apart from the weather, because that was horrible, um, he put on an amazing show and just seeing it with the weather combined, it was like just something that I can't even explain. Like some of the songs with the rain, oh, it was perfect. <laughs> And they and they didn't they didn't call it off because of rain. Like, was it bad rain or was it just consistent rain? Just consistent rain. It wasn't 
like horrible but like by the time we left we were drenched there's people with like ponchos on and then like yeah it was he had mentioned about the rain a couple of times and at one point I did see like stage crew looking before he came on like making sure that everything was safe and stuff like that and I thought oh here we go like it's gonna get canned but no it went ahead and all went well so it was good it was that annoying rain that like if you're out in it for like a minute or two you're probably a little bit damp but it just you just get absolutely drenched Mm. yeah yeah um and I guess I mean, Dave, I'm just looking through our episodes. We haven't actually had a bit of a shit talker episode since the 10th of October. Yeah, it's been a little while. So what have you been up to? <laughs> I've just been doing dad life, really. Just um, laying low. I think the last gig I went to was the Better Half EP yep. release show. And that was on That's right. the 11th <clears throat> of November. Um, yep. Just really kind of just getting ready for Christmas, basically. Nice. Yeah. Um, what about I, you? I have, um, I've been busy. I mean, but it's been busy with like work and just other things. And I got pretty sick there for a hot minute where I think I had a few days off work and just kind of recovering. I think similar to May, what you were talking about, that exhaustion and just that not stopping kind of catches up to you. Yeah. Um, so I've had a bit of a tame few weeks, actually. It's actually been quite good uh, coming into Christmas because I feel like, from this weekend onwards, I don't really have a quiet weekend until April, give or take. And I think it's just because you've got silly season with Christmas and then you've got like January, I've got a few weddings, some gigs. Uh, moving into Feb, you've got Taylor Swift. March, we're going to see some Touche, which we're excited about. And then I've yes, got a sir. wedding in March as well. So it just feels like this kind of quiet few weeks has been just what I needed. Brilliant. Have you had some records come in? Uh, I think I've, I've definitely, oh, I've got a heap actually. Yeah. I, I haven't actually, um, prepared for this, but, um, caught up with Chuck a few weeks ago, gave me, um, picked up plenty of records from him. I think most notably, um, oh my God, I don't even know what, what records did I pick up? Do you know, Dave? I don't, I do I don't not remember. know. I don't <laughs> While you're looking at yours, I also met up with Chuck during the week. And picked up some stuff. So, um, what I didn't get from Chuck was I got a, a European first press of Deftones around the first. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'm officially a Deftones fan now. Um, he, we both got a copy of um, World of Pleasure and Friends. Yes, sir. And that is an epic release. Um, Gulch, Initiate, Thrice. Yeah, whole heap of stuff um, that's kind of been building out, building up throughout the year. Yeah, I think I'm just looking at my list. So I had the same, what a pleasure in friends. But I think some other ones that notable, X Eden is gone. X, bit of straight edge hardcore for you. Yep. Um, got got a copy of that which I'm really stoked with. Some Kublai Khan records, um, some Sanction alt covers, the new Jesus piece record. Um, yeah, Chuck really hooked me up there. Um, and then what else have I gotten? I got uh, The Falling in Reverse, Fashionably Late. Sorry, May. I know you're probably not a fan, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't even know that got pressed. Dave, you saw me. I had like a, a meltdown in real life. Oh, I was like, I get this oh, message, my mood mate. changed. <laughs> and Phil goes, Resist had Falling in Reverse. I'm like, 
so he's like, that's ruined my week. I'm not even buying anything for Black Friday now. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Proceeds to buy a few things from Black Friday. <laughs> um, and look, I did on like Amazon or something. I did overpay a little bit, but like, you know what? They're one of those bands that I know, I know they're not liked among people, but. Um, or any good. I think they're very good. You, you're not a fan? This is my thing, right? Hear me out, right? People want to go and tell me, and I'm sorry, May, because it's this is the thing, right? When when you got you got heavy music that kind of pushes the boundaries into other sounds, um, people want to tell me that they'll go listen to um, Electric Callboy and they'll be like, "That's the best fucking band I've ever heard." But Falling Reverse do pretty much a similar thing, like five years ago. Maybe not as much like house music in it, but they're like, "That sucks." I'm not saying that he's a good person because he's a bit of a fucking shit bloke. Um, but if you're talking just about the music, like I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that, that, uh, that argument. I'm sorry. I just don't like Ronnie Radke. That's, that's absolutely fine. That's my argument. People, people tell me I don't like them because Ronnie is a piece of shit. I'm not going to argue that because I think he's a bit of a piece of shit. Um, but if people want to tell me their music sucks, but but different, Dave, you're different because you're on this high horse and you don't listen to that other shit as well. But other people want to listen <laughs> exactly. to that other shit and they're like, oh, no, that's it's, it's crap. It's just another know. metalcore band. Absolutely. They're not metalcore at all. Well, whatever they are, just another shit band. That's right. That's right. Oh, and then obviously Taylor Swift. I got, um, I got uh, 1989 Taylor's version. So, Oh, yeah, I got that too. Really happy about that. What about you, May? You got um, you picked up something pretty spicy from Melbourne. Yeah, um, I went to Savers, and if you don't know what Savers is, it's a op shop, and I it's was an having a look cool around. People. You can say it. Yeah, it's like it's like, a it's like store, isn't it? oh, that's what I was saying to Nick's parents. I was trying to tell them about it, and I was like, it's like a department store. It's amazing. Like, I love op shopping, and it's a completely whole different level to what we've got over here, and. Mm. I was walking around, kind of bummed, didn't really find anything. And then we were leaving and Nick was paying for something that we had found. And um, I looked at the bottom of the cabinet and I'd completely missed it the first time I looked in the cabinet. There was at the bottom a pretty odd vinyl box set and it's got like different layers in it. There's a puzzle, CD, DVD, um, beautiful artwork and everything and pretty much as soon as the guy pulled it out of the cabinet I said to Nick I had to buy it without even looking and then I opened it up and everything was in there and it's probably my best find ever I mean speaking of shit blokes I mean it's a good get (laughs) 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 um no that's a very good get Uh, that's really but yeah other than that we have had um some record store day stuff come in that we haven't even opened yet because we just got home last night and in that should be um, Post Malone's Diamond Collection, mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers Family Values vinyl, and um, Punk Goes Christmas, which was the most wanted one out of the three that we wanted. Yeah, that came and went really quick. That is that still available? I saw it pop up on a Facebook group or something. <clears throat> I'm not too cool. sure. We just had it uh, like the day after, and I nearly went and got it because they updated saying, hey, there's one left. Um, but I looked at the set list and I'm like, I don't need this. Yeah. 
Now we always buy a Christmas album every year. So like that was our, when we saw that was coming up, we're like, oh, nice, we'll have to grab that. So that was our find. Yep. I think I've only got two Christmas records and it's probably all I'll ever get. Actually, I want to get one more because I, I need a bit of Buble in my life, in my collection. But um, the Love Actually soundtrack and yeah. uh, last year in The Secret Santa, Nick got me the uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse Christmas album, which is awesome. Like I've done that a few times. So yeah. Cool. What about you, Dave? Do you have Christmas records in your house or not really? I think I have a Frank Sinatra Christmas album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sophisticated man. Yeah. Bit fancy. I don't think, I don't think I've ever listened to it. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's not a one you listen to. It's one you just have out when people come over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a bit of class. Well, you know what we used to listen to at Christmas? Like mum and dad used to put on... Um, Neil Diamond hold hot August night, so that was what we'd play at Christmas. Uh, okay, yeah, we were we were more of a uh, Eagles or Roy Orbison yeah. kind of family. Yeah, yeah, they love nice. the Eagles too. Oh, the Eagles rock. Um, but no, it's good. Well, it's good to catch up. Should we? Uh, should we get into the guts of the episode? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So, Dave, do you want to explain the moments? Because I know we had a big combo the other day <laughs> because I struggled to grasp the concept because, um, not because I don't think it's a good concept. I just think that I'm a bit simple sometimes. <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, this year was big for like for gigs and stuff, but it was also pretty big for like moments. So like uh, the way I kind of uh, spoke to Phil about it was uh, like bands coming back, like last minute drops of EPs and songs and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I just wanted to kind of talk about that and kind of see if you guys have anything that pops up from, from your memories from, from this year that kind of blew you away, away a little bit. Mm. I so, like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I think as you, when you start to explain it, look, to be honest with you, I don't have a heap of other examples that aren't on the list that we can all see. Um, I had a few other things that are probably a bit sadder. Then they are like exciting, but <laughs> yeah, they, don't, they can be sad too. So, like, the big one that came to mind was obviously Casey coming back from their hiatus or breakup. Yep. Um, so basically, there was this cryptic was it a cryptic Instagram post? Or I think Tom on the Casey around? group put up something like, fuck, it was something I can't remember, but it, it was pretty like, well, everyone was talking about it that was into Casey and. Yeah. Yeah. So it ended up being like a sign up. It was a secret sign up for a mail list. And then they basically wrote this big email announcing they were coming back. And it was kind of like, took me back to when you would get fan mail from bands and stuff like that. Um, In that, in that way, because a lot of places, people just kind of put a post up on Instagram and that's it. But people had to go looking for the link and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was really cool. Can I say, was that definitely this year? Yeah, I think so. Um, regardless, I think what I really like about the Casey return is that format, like you mentioned, like getting emails that aren't, aren't just, here's a link to our store, here's a link to our socials, blah, blah, blah. Like they actually, they sent that email announcing they're all coming back, but then they have kept writing emails to the people that subscribed, given updates on how the album's going, how this is going, like show how shows have been. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> To have that again because I feel like we've lost a lot of that with socials and things. Yeah, and you definitely don't get that anymore from 
a lot of bands, so it's something a bit different. Yeah, and we especially get it, now scene. Yeah, well, we get it mm. from uh, Jeremy at Touche. He does like a tool diary every yeah. couple of days. He'll upload it, but that's for his Patreon, so you kind of have to be in. It's behind a paywall, but it's really cool to see like the day to day because you just see stuff from shows. You don't see the in between. No, can I just say I reckon we could have a drinking game every time Dave brings up Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon every episode you get a little bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, this is the yardstick at the moment, aren't they? But, but you know what I was going to say? It's funny as well because in our scene, everyone's so cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they almost yeah. don't want to share what's going on. It's like, just share what's going on. Like, get people excited. Don't be like... Yeah, you know, build hype with information, like, not just with mystery. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so the other ones I had was like... Blink coming back together, releasing the album, it being really good. I think that's a big moment because the last two were pretty, pretty trash. Did I write Blink One Eight Nine reunion? Yes, or did you someone did. else write that? <laughs> you did. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely that. That is a great reflection of my mental state when we had the conversation around the moments. <laughs> when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh, um, am I missing something?" Blink <laughs> reunion. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna fix that, but then I thought I'd just leave it in there. Yeah. Um, the other one, big one for me is like Bane getting back together. Obviously, uh-huh. they're a huge band. They did Furnace first, and now they're doing some touring with like Convergent and Botch, mm-hmm. and can yeah, and Cave In I think. So that would be huge to see them over here. Hopefully, yeah. they're back for good. And one last one was the Hope Conspiracy dropped the EP last week. Uh, they haven't made music or released music or even hinted at anything for like 15 years. So that was absolutely huge. And that's that may knock off a couple of EPs from earlier in the year on my list. They must have been very good EPs if they're going to get knocked off in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have any, May? Um, probably just little small ones like... Uh, there's been a couple of bands that have come back here and there for different things. I think for like when we were young first and popping up and doing mm-hmm. tours. So like we've got the Academy Years and Cobra Starship. Mm-hmm. They haven't been around for years. And um, I think the Academy has supported Fall Out Boy on their last tour in the US. And that was huge because they haven't been around. Like they disappeared for like ages. Yeah. And then Cobra Starship were being a bit um, cryptic the other day and now they're playing When We Were Young Fest next year. So I'm kind of hoping that they may or may not do a little Australian tour, so that would be nice to go to. Um, but, yeah, other than that, nothing really. I mean, good that's... business idea. Like, good things next year. Why don't they do a mini When We Were Young Fest Maybe don't get them to play like an album or anything, but if you're going to do a festival next year, why don't you just get throwback bands? Stop trying to yeah. make your current. Like, just fucking do that shit. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like it was pretty throwback this, this year. year. We got yeah, Pennywise, but... you've got Eskimo Joe, Limp Biscuit, Devo. <laughs> They're pretty throwback. Yeah, make it more when we were young and less. Yeah. Well, it's. Men. Like how 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 do you compare something like good things to when we were like when we were young? It's like well, you can't. It's, like I'm saying, like, scene, it's not like, like good things. Maybe put it on, but make it like a, a nostalgia thing. 
yeah. rather than like mm-hmm. a handful of nostalgia bands and then one not that I don't want Bloom playing or Tapestry, all those bands that we like love, right? All slowly. Um, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I want cool. to be more emo. I was, I'll be honest. I want mm-hmm. to be more emo. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what are, your, um, what are yours, Phil? I didn't really have many, to be honest. I found it really hard to do this. I think other than Blink happening, a few things that we'll talk about soon um, got me, but I think just big moments for me, maybe not so much for the scene, uh, Alira breaking up. <clears throat> yeah. I think we spoke about a bit on the pod. Um, that was a bit of a holy shit moment, I think. And I think especially for me, like they were probably the first local band that I traveled around the, like around States for um, in a long time. Um, so I think that was a bit of a shock, especially like how it kind of just went away really quickly. Um, that was probably a moment for me and that was probably it <laughs> other than things that we'll talk about later on in gigs. So, Cause I'll kind of deepen them as moments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's that. Cool. Yeah. That's something we can shop around. We may not have it next year. We'll see how it goes. Well, I think it's good. I just, I, I just really struggled, I think, yeah. to, mm-hmm. to think, but I think it's good. Um, I like it. Cool. All right. So should we move into the gigs? So been a really huge year for gigs and um, like I only went to like 15, I think. And, um, but I missed probably 10 that I really wanted to get to, but dad life, that kind of stuff really Mm -hmm. kind of gets in the way. So I had to make some tough decisions and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but um, all in all really happy. And I've got a really good spread because like 10 years ago, if I was going to gigs, it would be like overseas acts only. And this is like 80% Australian. So I'm really happy how that's kind of flicked the flipped the coin a little bit. I love it. I have been doing a lot of reflecting on big gigs versus local gigs. I honestly think I prefer smaller gigs. Um, I, I just, I don't know how to put it into words. I just, I prefer just being able to chill at a gig and not have to like hold, hold going to the bathroom or like, you know, um, fucking venture into a specific area where there are stadiums and big areas around. I like kind of just going into a pub and seeing a band. Not a hot take, but just a take. (laughs) There's some intimacy about it and, and like you're up and close, you're close to the band, you're not fighting heaps of people to try and like just get, I shot like to be able to see yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, I certainly and, feel you on that. And I think even the bands that I listen to now, even the international bands I listen to aren't big bands. <clears throat> like I listen to obviously like heavy hitters and we'll talk about a few of them as we go through some gigs. But um, even the bands that do come over here that I really like from overseas, they aren't big. They're not playing like massive stadiums all the time. Whereas I feel like when I was growing up, and maybe it's because like, you know, pub gigs, I was under 18 going to gigs, <laughs> like they weren't pub gigs. Um, but I do just feel that, yeah, I went to a lot more bigger gigs back then than I do now. Yeah. What about you, May? How did, how did your spread go? Um, having a look, I feel like that's more <laughs> international than local bands. Is that but, a joke um... for being in Perth or...? Yep, could be. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were taking. I um, thought you were taking the piss, and you didn't smile. And I was like, "Can I make this joke?" 
<laughs> no, but like we don't get a lot anyway over here. Um, yep. Pretty much I'd say at least 20% of it I've had to go over east for. So, um, but other than that, um, yeah, I, I, I do a lot of big gigs. Um, I do prefer the smaller ones, less people, mm. um, not so having to fight people for a view. Um, but, yeah. Mm. So I thought for this one, rather than go through and talk about our top gigs, I feel like we might have a little bit of crossover maybe, maybe not, I, I guess. But let's just go around the room and pick a gig each. We'll talk about it if we were all there, if we weren't there, what we liked about it. And then we'll do that a few times, as many times as it takes. <laughs> and then once yeah. we're happy with what we've spoken about, we can uh, end with a cheeky fast five. Sounds good. Um, all right. So I'm going to pick one that we're all at. Okay. We're all at. Yep. Oh yeah, it's good. Let's Ooh. start big. Let's start big. Let's just go. Let's start big. Let's do it. Oh, I was yeah. at Parish Fest. No, you weren't. Were you really? Yeah. Uh. We're oh, all there, weren't we? Let's do Parish Fest. All right. Yeah. That's that was a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah had a great day. Um, really enjoyed the. Well, there was a good range of bands. It was a, like Bloom, Better Half, yep. Future Static, Inertia, Outloved, Excuse for an Exit, Keepsake. Agapantha, some heard trouble in a swift farewell. Yeah. That's stacked. Yeah, really good day. Um, that was my introduction. This first time I saw Better Half Live and Keepsake Live, I think. Maybe yeah. the second time. First time with a new singer. Um, all really good. All had, it was really well run. Stay Gold's mm. just a great spot. Anyway, great I find myself there for most gigs now. And yeah, just thought I'd kick it off with that one. Who was your favourite band that day? I'd say probably Better Half. Yeah? Yeah. They yeah. really blew me away. I'm a big fan of them now. Yeah. I think that was the first time I'd seen them since they... Because they, they, they went... They didn't go away, but they weren't very quiet. Um, I think it was the first time I saw them again in, in a long time, and they blew me away as well. Yeah. But I think Bloom. Bloom for me. Yeah. Well, Bloom were just as good, so we'll talk about them later, I think. Did you like that day, man? Yeah, I was pretty much in and out for that gig. So I only saw a couple of bands. I let you guys babysit Nick for the <laughs> night. So, um, but it was good because I was able to see bands that don't come to Perth. So, and probably I don't know if they ever will come to Perth. Um, yeah, so it was, and that was the first time I was able to see Bloom. So it was pretty cool. And hey, finally how good see was them. it that Bloom then went to Perth? I know, right? <laughs> that was amazing. That's what's going to happen. You're going to go to more local shows on the East Coast and let them know that there are people that live in Perth, and then they'll come yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Well, should we keep, should we rally on from that weekend? Because I think it's going to come up yeah. at one point. Yep. Um, yes. That was a MyChem week. Um, Matt, you saw them twice that weekend. I also saw them twice that weekend, but one in Sydney. Um, Dave, we 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 got you at the last minute to come, <laughs> and it was one of the like, it was so good. You had to see them, I think. Um, Absolutely. What do we all think of that show? All those shows, May and me. But what do we all think? Oh, it's amazing. Um, I think we spoke about this before, but yeah, like it was just something that like 
Oh, it was just completely different. Like the first time I'd seen them was that big day out. So it was completely different yeah. vibe, whole set out, layout, Is that the everything. first headline show you'd seen them play? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I had never seen them other than big day out. And um, yeah, being able to, like the first night I saw them on this tour, I was seated. And then having standing with you guys, it was cool to have both scenarios um, and then being able to go <clears throat> with my family to the first one because my mum and sister are big fans as well. Like I was, it was really cool to be able to share that moment with them. Mm. And then, yeah, and having the set list be different as well, like a couple of oh. different songs here and there, it was amazing. Yeah, I think that was one of the cool things was seeing how the set list changed. I know we did that episode <laughs> where we spoke about it in depth. And I was trying to find the the spreadsheet that I made that has it, um, but I think that was so so cool knowing that every day, every night was going to be a little bit different. Um, yeah, it made me awesome. like really anxious at the same time because I was like, oh, I want to know like what they're going to play, but then like I was really excited to like yeah. be put on the spot and be like, oh my god, they're playing this. Yeah. Still sad that there's no cemetery drive for me, but it's fine. No, I didn't get that either. Me either. What did you think, Dave? <laughs> I think because really you're, you're awesome. probably not as much of a a tragic as uh, me and I. That's right. Um, I kind of came in and out of fandom, I guess you could say, and um, missed them a couple of times. I think so. I, I didn't get around to seeing them, so I'm really happy that I did. Um, I think it was really cool that you get the the random set list because I'll talk about another gig later, and like their set list is still the same from what I saw like six months ago or a few months, three months ago, sorry. So yeah. kind of like you go in there, you like they're just, it's kind of like cookie cutter kind of thing, even though that show was amazing. But um, I just love seeing Jimmy Eight World as well because they, I think they killed it. Um, they're just so good. They so ate the, it, maybe? Hmm? What? Yeah, they killed it. They ate it, yes. Feel that. Ate it. <laughs> You're right in the middle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a mood, Dave. I'm sorry. It's I'm fine. Sorry. It's fine. It was really interesting to see because, like, I found myself seeing seeing along to like ninety percent of the set list, and like I'm like a decent fan, but I'm not a huge fan. But it was super quiet for, until the middle came on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, this is weird because they have so many other good, great songs as well. And knowing what I know about them now after reading um, Sellout, that's Oh, it's yeah. kind of crazy how the middle came about because that's an independent record. I um, really want to read that book. Yep, it's great. So that it's was an independent a, record, the middle. Yeah, they got dropped after Futures what? or Clarity. They got dropped after wow. Clarity. <laughs> and they wow. put that out on their own and then like exploded. Yeah, that is quite funny. Um. Yeah, I think I think for me, I mean, when we talk moments, this was probably the moment of the year uh, for me. Um, and I know it's not like anything that's happened; they were going to come back anyway. But I just think that it, t- it took me back to when Download got announced, and I remember having like a, a little conniption when that first happened years ago. Um, and the fact that that got cancelled like three days or two days before that was meant to happen, like that was really that really gutted me. And then the fact that we had to live through lockdown for like two years, <laughs> uh, knowing that I was two days away from seeing my favorite band again, um, that really sucked. And and the fact that they then, they announced a tour, it got pushed out like once or twice, I can't remember. Um, 
especially then because I moved to Sydney and I was lucky enough to be able to go to both cities because I already had the Melbourne tickets, but then I just like, let's buy Sydney ones as well. Um, I think for me, it was just real special. It was a great moment. Um, like I cried, I laughed, I was happy. Like I hadn't felt that much range of emotion at a gig in a long time. Usually I'm happy or sad. I'm never really feeling like all those other things in the middle. <laughs> um, but yeah, this gig kind of took me away. And then I think, I mean, that first night being there with like, like Lauren was there, you guys are all there, like just with all my mates and we're in that little corner and it was just like a good time. And I saw so many friends that night just walking through that like I hadn't seen in a long time. And I think it was just a really good moment. Um, and then I think especially the Sydney show, I mean, you guys know, like I love Danger Days, um, especially Summertime. The fact they played that at that last Sydney show, um, as well as Kill All Your Friends, I think I, I was really lucky for that. Um, yeah. And it was just like a moment. It was just like I haven't had that in a long time, I don't think. And I don't know. I hope they come back around. <laughs> I don't think they will, <laughs> um, but I really hope so. I hope so too, but I don't know. I, I I feel like after they play the When We Were Young Fest next year, I don't know, if they, are they going to disappear or are they going to release more music, come back to Australia? Who knows? Oh, I really don't know, hey. Like, I, I reckon they're getting paid a lot to be doing the Black Parade in full. Oh, yeah. I can't, I don't think they'd have the passion to want to tour that record again. Like they already had done it like a handful of times. Um, I just don't I'm think I'm so have the sad. To do it again, but. I'm so sad that I'm not going to be able to make it. Like, I oh, seeing all the bands and especially that in full would be amazing. Like, there are so many bands playing their records over there. Like, it's the craziest. Yeah. Thing. And not that if you go anywhere, you'd only be able to see like seven or eight bands. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's got to be it. And I think especially that that summertime and kill all your friends moments. Like that was just unreal. And I think. Just like all the people, the venue, just everyone, everything, just it, it was the best. So that was cool. one, that was one of the gigs. Yep. All right, May, you're up. Uh, I have a gig that I think I, I know that you went to, Dave, and I'm not sure if you also went, Phil, but mm. that well, the same tour, but um, Kiss Chasey. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't go. You didn't go. I forgot about Kiss Chasey. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I didn't make a list. Oh. Oh, you a, told me that I didn't prepare. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need to make a list throughout the year. I was going through my, like, events and stuff. Um, this is why you got to use concert archives. Yeah. We even this had this not debate a... in one of the chats, Dave, where Nick was saying he uses concert archives and I use my notes app. And you're all grilling me about my notes app. Well, it's come through. It's come, it's come in handy. <laughs> well, since then I've been using reminders and it's working because I had all the reminders for the ones that I'd put in. But this, uh... six months previous. Anyway. Kiss Chasey was awesome. I totally forgot about that. United Paper People in full. Yeah, I was very happy to be able to see Kiss Chasey for the first time ever. Um, they're being in WA and then also living so far away from Perth as a teenager. I never had the chance to see them. And then when they had announced their last Perth show a couple of years ago, I missed out on that as well. So I was pretty devastated when they had disbanded and then when they announced this I was like I am going I'm going and then that was a massive weekend for me because I had three gigs back to back um but yeah and also I love the support um they had towns and 
sounds are a great band. Uh, and then also there was Beck Stevens and we had in Perth Pot Plant House Party, which are another cool local band. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was a really good gig. The supports were great. Obviously, Kiss Chasey were great. The venue that we had was amazing. Um, so, yeah, that was a really good one for me. I couldn't say any more except for like it was just awesome singing those songs with all my mates again. It felt like I was back in 2003. It was unbelievable. I didn't go. I saw them at Good Things. I felt like that was enough for me. And I think just when they were playing here, I think the dates just didn't line up uh, well. So, anyways. That's fair. All right. So, we got next, Dave. I'm going to talk about Alexis on Fire at the Forum. Oh, yeah. Beers in the pit. Let's go. Yeah. Beers in the pit. <laughs> I went covered in beer that night. Um, I just, these guys are like my one of my top five favorite bands. It's awesome to see them again back with new music. So it's probably the, I'm just trying to do the math before, like my sixth or seventh time seeing them. Mm. Um. And it's just so cool to see them, see how much they've grown or see how much I've taken in um, because like George, Wade and um, Dallas all sing at the same time. So they're all singing at the same time. And I used to think it was like just two of them singing and this new record translates really well live. And um, Luca Brasi were, were awesome. It was good to see them playing the forum. And it was just another one of those throwback moments, nostalgia. Mm took over and, yeah, had a great time. Disappeared into the pit by myself. <laughs> All my mates were standing at the back. And, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, it's awesome. I didn't go. I kind of wanted to, but, it, again, it was just life's expensive. It's hard. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I would have loved to have gone to the Dallas Hard Show, though. but Yeah, because they were both on, the same, like, five like days apart, apart I think, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good gig. Hopefully, they'll come back soon, I reckon. Yeah, they love it here. Yeah, I think everyone loves it here. But they're like a band that come here. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I feel like they're similar to Architects, where they actually are bigger here than they're, they're like not as big in the US, believe it or Which not. Which I don't understand how Alexis on Fire aren't that, that much bigger in the US. Like, that yeah. really blows my mind. Me too. But it means they come back here more, so I'm, happy, I'm here for it. Here for it. I've been struggling to pick which gig I want to talk to next, but what I think I might talk to is La Dispute on their wildlife um, recital tour. Um, that was at the Metro Theatre here in Sydney. Um, I know, Dave, you struggled to make it due to being a dad and just a um, good good bloke <laughs> to yeah, your kids. Um, oh, most of these gigs that I missed are like Thursday or Sunday Sundays. nights. Yeah, and, I think it was on Sunday because it was Saturday in Melbourne. Yeah, it was Sunday night or there was like two gigs on at the same time. I'm really yeah. sad I missed this because from all accounts, it was unbelievable. And from what they said, that was their that was actually their biggest ever headlining show. Crazy, that Melbourne one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was just amazing seeing them again, firstly. <laughs> I mean, I think we'd all been hoping that they'd come out and do this tour since they started playing them in the US, but it was just great to be there. Um, the Metro Theatre in Sydney is actually a really great venue. It's probably similar size to maybe like the Corner Hotel. 
but it's like ele- elevated, maybe even bigger than the court. I don't know. It's just maybe the the, the old um the old palace. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was just like it's it's a great room, and they just felt filled that room up with the atmosphere of that record. It was just awesome. Um, that's all I can say. It was just great, <laughs> and I think um, I hope they come back soon. And just the more I think about it, the more it gets me excited for Touche next year. But it's gonna be awesome. May, what do you got next? Um, my next one is Slowly Slowly's Daisy Chain album tour. That's cool. Um, that was back in May, and it was like the first time we had seen Slowly in a couple of years. I think they hadn't been over for a while. And then they were announced for Grooving the Moo and I just had this feeling that there would be a sideshow as well. So that was the same weekend as Kiss Chasey with the back-to-back gigs. Um, Slowly always put on an amazing show. Uh, We were on Barrier for that and that was the first time we've always been at the back for their gigs. And Mm. I said to Nick, no, I want to be like right at the front. Like I've never experienced their Mm. show like at the front. And it was just so different and... Yeah, like I said, they always put on an amazing show. I was going to bring up this one as well um, <clears throat> because I think you got them. Who supported that show for you? We had Teenage Jones and Tied Down. And did they – was that when before or after they decided to do the two-hour set? Uh, it was before. So, yeah, uh, we had the supports and, yeah. Um, how long did they play for? Um. I'm not too sure. Probably just like the standard yeah. set, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was an amazing show. That was at the Roundhouse here, um, and they played for so long, and just like it was impressive. Um, one of the best shows of the year, in my opinion. And we had yeah. between you and me and Heaven She supports, um, and obviously like love between you and me, but Heaven She as well. First time seeing her live, and she's amazing. It's uh, Jennifer from Tonight Alive. Um, okay. And it's just like a bit poppy, a bit folky. It's it's really good. It was just great. Great whole that whole night was just one of the best of the year, I think. I didn't see him on that. I saw them on the regional tour before that. I think where they went with Beck Stevens and oh no, Beck Stevens did the did I think it was speech. late last year. Was that late last year? The footy was on. That's all I remember. I mean it was this year. Because I, I remember I saw them at the uh where did I see them on that tour? Wollongong? Yeah. That big there's one. Been that, there's there's been, been that many regional tours over your I'm way. Sure I, saw I can't keep year. up with oh. them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, they're just how good are they? They're the best. Like honestly, slowly are the best. Yeah. Yeah. I know we talk a lot about different Melbourne uh different Australian bands, Australian bands. I think I don't think anyone deserves it more than slowly. Yeah. Like definitive. Like and I, I talk about like we talk about Bloom, we talk about trophy eyes. Nah, I think slowly uh the band that deserves it the most right now. Yeah, they're doing it well. They they play homage to their fans and they're really connected. I was listening to the what we did on the weekend um wrap up of Good Things Pod before we jumped on this. Um, and they were even saying the band is just the nicest bloke in the world. And I'm like, it just, it just warms my heart to know that like that whole band are just the best. Um, yeah. And so, such a pretty band, like all of them handsome, especially Ben. 
Ben's new haircut's great. <laughs> oh my god! I was even watching, looking at those photos, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So, is it me next again? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, should we talk? Do you want to talk about Elira now, Phil? Yeah, I, I didn't know if we were to pick a gig or just pick the year of them because I think I saw them like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, how good are Alira? They were very good. I'm only the once and last time. Yeah, you got there at the last gig? Yep. You know, you can't just say story time. I was so filthy on that because at the Sydney show, they said, oh, this might be the last time you hear us play Testament. And I don't know why I didn't even think about the possibility that they'd call it a day. But I remember standing there with uh, with Matt Farrow and we were like, oh, they're retiring the Testament. That's a weird thing to do. It's like one of their biggest songs. Um, if I had known that that was going to be it, I would have driven to Melbourne for that show. Um, it still cuts me up a bit. I'm not going to lie. But How were they for you? They were really good. Um, from all accounts, that was probably the best set they played from people I was talking to who were there. Um, yeah, that came out with a bang, ended with a bang. Like, it was just yeah. really good. Um, did you ever see them, mate? No, never had the chance to see them. I'm sad for Nick because I know that he I really loved them. them. Yeah. Um, I think that the Alira show that stands out to me um, were actually, like, my first two gigs of the year where they played the house show in Newcastle, which was just a cool, cool moment. But especially that Saturday night in Sydney, they played this tiny room. It was probably the biggest crowd they had for Sydney, like, for them um they supported other gigs where there'd been a lot of people there but i felt like for Lyra, everyone in that room was like keen for it um and i know hayden wasn't well so they got uh what's his name from the motion below to come up and play which was cool enough because his voice is incredible but it just felt like there were mic grabs everywhere like it was just fun probably the best time i think i'd seen them was that show um just on the account that it was fun <laughs> like it was they were just like so good um I really do miss them a lot. They've got to come back one day and just play a cheeky show. Maybe, hopefully. You never know. No, Lyra's a good one. Um, who do I want to talk about next? Maybe I'll talk about some more that we were a few of us were at. Um, yep. I think we have to talk about No Pressure. Um I don't know. I don't have the words for this. <laughs> like, I don't know where to start with how amazing this show was. Yeah, it's stuck with me all year too. It might be the best hardcore show I've ever been to. Like, I can't. I, I, like, I think back to shows, and like when I think about hardcore shows that I've really loved, I think about uh, the Footscray U Center, the the, the U Center back home. Like, hardcore was great back then. I'm talking like. Um, Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I, I, don't know, I don't think I'd been to a gig like this ever where it felt like I've been to speed gigs and speed gigs do get a bit hectic, but I, I just think it was different. This just was different. It was like a moment. I mean, no pressure aren't that hardcore, um, but it was just a special gig. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I felt the feeling too. It was like at hardcore shows, I'm always on edge because you don't know where a fist or a foot's going to come from. To be honest, like I, I don't want to get kicked in there to lose a couple of teeth or something like that. Mm. And um, but this was like the the pop punk side of of hardcore coming out. Like there was people 
still doing stage dives and and two stepping and stuff, but it was like a lot of like fun moshing, finger pointing, finger like pointing, like yeah, yeah. The whole crowd game. was into it, just singing along. Um, yeah, it was it was yeah one of the greats. Um, is Parker Cannon cancelled to you, mate? Um, I haven't looked much much into it, so <laughs> can't say. <laughs> Um, wouldn't surprise me. Well, uh, anyways, <laughs> um, no, I thought this was a great show, and uh, yeah, at the Sydney show, um, was really lucky to like meet him beforehand. Um, and there aren't many people. I think what I've learned by doing this podcast and just being friends with people that we're friends with, talking to bands, they're not that scary. Um but there are a handful of people in music that I think I'll shit the bed every time I talk to them. Um, Ollie Sykes will be one. Um, Gerard Way will be one. And to be honest, Parker Cannon's one as well. I mean, he was, I remember like my first pop, like they played the story so far for the first time. And I went to the all ages show at the corner hotel. And it was like the only gig I've ever skydived at. I was also like 35 kilos lighter. So if you're thinking about how that's possible, that's how it's possible. Stage dive, do you mean? <laughs> No, like a crowd surf. Yeah, you said skydive. <laughs> Fuck me, this is not a good good day for me. <laughs> Who held the parachute? No parachute. Just falling <laughs> on my desk. I'm gonna uh, no, I'm gonna I make think... content for that. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> um no, I think they're just like one of my favorite bands and it's just so special. Anyways. Anyways. I'm going to talk about something completely <laughs> opposite to you guys uh-huh. and bring up one of my favourite gigs. And the first gig of the year for me was Harry Styles. Nice. On his Love On Tour tour. Um, that was after a couple of cancellations of tours. Finally got to see him. It was a very, very hot day. Um, was that the first time you saw him as well? No, it was my second time. Yeah. Um, I did see him when he done the self-titled tour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was such a long day for us. Uh, we had the early entry and VIP stuff. So we were able to go get a wristband early and then come back later. Cause I think it was like 40 degrees or something. So yeah. yeah, they didn't want everyone waiting for hours on end. Um, but it was just such a special night. Um, something I'd been waiting years for and yeah, that was, I just think it was really amazing. Mm, it looked amazing. It did look fun. Um, yeah, it was so very long, fun. I, I thought I was, I, I thought I had tickets. Um, I thought Lauren was going to surprise me because she just kept making jokes and comments about it and then it came and it went and, uh, Aww. <laughs> <that's right. laughs> jokes on you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He'll come out again soon and I've seen him before, so I was all right. Um, that's good. Right, right, what do you got next? I've got a couple more. I want to talk about. Um, let's talk about Thrice quickly. Yep. So Thrice at Northgate Theatre, um, the start of uh, September. Uh, they played the artist in the ambulance in full with some other tracks at the end. Um, it was so good seeing one of my top five. 
bands, top five albums being played from front to back. Uh, they've just gotten so much better, and I think they've improved that album out of sight with that revisited that they brought yeah. out this year. And truth be told, there's a, a companion podcast that goes along with with the revisited, and they'd actually mm. like probably from 2006 had actually implemented a lot of these changes. So the songs are actually being played the way they have been for such a long time. There's some that haven't yeah. been played, but um, it was really cool just to see them. I, th- I think I saw them once before, but um, they were just so good, so clean. It's a great venue, the North Theatre, and mm. yeah, I was so glad I, I went out to that. I feel like so many gigs are being put on there now mm-hmm. that there was like a period of time where it wasn't, and yep. I wish I was still in Melbourne for it because I feel like it's like a little forum. <laughs> yeah. It's just like this nice looking theater that's, yeah, beautiful building. Yep, I agree. I think like the Bronx and stuff play there as well. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. To Good mid sized venue. Mm. I'm going to talk about, hmm, there's a few more I really want to talk about, but one that I'm going to talk about now is the Joji tour from a few weeks ago. Um, like, I love the Sad Boy stuff and it extends past emo music. And I think Joji is probably one of the best people to do it uh, in the world. Um, he knows how to write a song and I was a bit nervous to see him live because I know he takes a piss a bit out of his shows and he like at, at moments where it's meant to be like a really sad part of the song, he'll do something stupid, (laughs) but he, he balanced the show really well. Every sad song was sad. I'd never been in a room of people that screamed like that to music like that before. Um, obviously a bit more R&B, a bit chill, um, it was just, it was just crazy. It was fun. Like there was a DJ set in the middle where we were like listening to hard style versions of his songs. Uh, they played Smash Bros on stage. They pl- they showed TikToks, but they also played like 17 songs. It was just incredible. Um, it's got to be one of mine. And he's probably one of my artists of the year, to be honest. Um, I think cumulatively across Apple and Spotify, he was my sixth artist, but it felt like it was a lot more than that, being honest. Well, you spun him a lot too, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, heaps. Like I'm keen to see my spins at the end of the year because he, like there were days where I just leave it on the table and just press play every day. <laughs> um, so yeah. Cool. What do you got, May? I'm going to talk about a show that Phil also came to with was um, <laughs> Neck Deep and yours Ooh. truly in Fremantle. Um, it was good to finally see Neck Deep again after years of them not coming to Australia. Um, and it was just really cool to be able to see Nick see one of his favourite bands and be able to get in the pit with Phil and do his thing while I was just moving to the front as I do. Um, but I think I just put on a really, really good show. Um, yeah, Yeah. I really enjoyed it. The set was great. Don't know so much about the crowd, but... The crowd sucked. I just want to say, <laughs> Perth, if anyone from Perth is listening other than Nick and May, fuck, just figure it out. Like, I, there's nothing to say. Like, that was... Get some movement. You're in, you're in, if you're standing front and centre at a gig that requires movement, don't fight people that want to move. Fucking get out of the way, you know? Yep. And I'm not saying, like, there was, it wasn't like it was a chaotic, chaotic pit. I'm talking you couldn't even jump up and down without someone next to you being like, can you looking at you? Like, can you stop doing that? It's like, fuck me. Um, 
I reckon Nick and I nearly got into like a handful of fights, <laughs> especially Nick. <laughs> did you get it? Did you get the tsunami out? You could. Ah, uh, uh, I think I maybe did once, <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> That's my um, favorite. But movie. like, you'd, you'd get there. <clears throat> like, yeah, there definitely was because there were times when me and Nick were next to each other, and I'm like, I'm going in, and then you'd be on the other side of the venue. But then, like, it was just weird, like a bit stagnant. Whereas the Sydney show that I went to before I came to Perth that week. Um, and maybe it's just because the venue's a bit bigger and I don't know if like what the cap difference is based on space. Um, but the pit was free flowing. It was moving around. Like you could do whatever you wanted. It was just a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, great. They're so good. And it was great seeing them with you guys. Cause I know there's like a few handful of people in my life that not even a handful, they're like really just like two or three people in my life that really like that team. And I got to yep. see it with all of them. So I'm pretty happy. Oh, yeah, it was really cool to be able to see them and I'm very excited that Nick and I will be able to see them again next year while we're in the UK. Um, the looking forward one. to that. Yeah, apparently the biggest show they've ever played and I'm Ali, very Ali excited to Puck. see. Knuckle Punk. Yes, I'm very excited to see Knuckle Puck. It's been a very long time since I've seen them. Did you see them when they were here like five years ago, four years ago or something? Uh, the last time I saw them would be seven years ago when they supported the Wonder Years. Hmm. A very long time ago. They yeah. need to come back, man. Like, what the yeah. hell are they doing? We like I seen um, at Good Things there was, like, um, advertisements of just, like, their yeah, poster, and I was like, oh, interesting. Hopefully... That they are totally mean. big enough to just come out and do a headline run. Yeah. It would be now, yeah. I mean, I think when I saw them, they must have been on a, they were on Unify, I think, and I saw them play a sideshow with Stan Atlantic, and that was when I first got into Stan Atlantic. And Rome came out as well. Um, and it was awesome. It was really good. But they need to come back. Yeah. Mm, good gigs. Very good. I've only got a couple more I want to talk about, and yep. um, I'm not sure if you're going to talk about this one or not, Phil. But I want to talk about End at Stay Gold. Uh, it was in my special mentions. Okay. Well, that was oh, a huge one for me. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. It's in my special mentions <laughs> as well. Um, awesome gig. Awesome gig. Great show. Average supports, and that's kind of why it's in there. Those honourable mentions. Who from, did you have for supports? I can't even remember, <clears throat> but um, they weren't very good. So we spent. I don't think I've seen a band time. be that tight um, in a long time. Mm. Like there was no fuck ups. Even Brendan, being like an absolute lad that he is, he was like switched on. I'd never seen him that switched on. Yeah, I don't know if he didn't want to be there or what the hell was going on, but he just came out and played the six set and then like bounced. Yeah. Well, I remember him saying, like, if he says you're, like, a shit venue, if you guys are doing shit, like, you're actually doing good. So he's, like, he's trying to, like, give you with that, uh, yeah, the sarcasm or the positive, like, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying He to was say. a bit like that at the architect show. Like, I felt like the people in Sydney really went hard, whereas apparently yeah. in Melbourne they didn't for no. parts. Yeah. But for N, like, yeah. Yeah. Sick. Like, the show went like, like that. Like, it went so yeah. quick. Um, they could have played a bigger room, but I'm glad they didn't. Um, it was just really cool. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Um, I've got a few more. Uh, one I want to talk about that 
<clears throat> we were at Dave, um, yep. and one that I actually came down to Melbourne specifically for uh, was the Bloom Past Tense Five Year mm-hmm. with Starve, Inertia, and our good friend Saving Face. Uh, this is nearly a dream lineup for me, like um, Saving Face and Bloom especially, and I think Starve in regards to heavy bands. I don't know if there's a heavier band at the moment that I like that much um, in regards to like heavy, heavy music. <clears throat> I think it was just really special from start to end. Um, Saving Face opened, you know, we're, we're big sims for them. It was great seeing them play Stay Gold and, and it was great seeing so many people show up so early. Yeah. Um, and then Inertia, I'd see them a handful of times, but they're great every time. Starve, holy shit. Like that was hectic. And then Bloom played, I think maybe the best set I've ever seen them play. Yeah, I agree. And it probably was because they played for like nearly an hour <laughs> and they mm. played all of Past Tense and then they played their normal set really. Like awesome well they had to show up because starve were that good yeah um and i think like i've seen bloom play so many times over the years and i've seen them play past tense like before it wasn't that i, I don't think i'd ever see them again because I, we might not but i think it was just the fact that the, the set spanned so many songs yeah you could really like enjoy everything um and i think hands down best time i've seen bloom yeah not even a question same, same so. with me Hmm. Cool. What do you got, May? Um, bit of a different one compared to everything else I've really been talking about. It's not too different, but um, I recently went and saw Electric Cowboy with Nick, mm. and I'm I I I don't listen to their music a lot. Like I don't go out of my way to listen to their stuff. I don't. I do know a few songs. But um, it was a really good set. Like, I had no expectations. Like, it was really hot. It was gross. The venue, I don't like. Which um, one was it? Which venue was it? Where we went for Nick Deep? Yeah, it was. Right. And we were upstairs instead. And I think they oversold. So it was just, like, packed. Heat rises. Um, yeah, it was disgusting. But, and, like, I was struggling with the heat and just... I th- I, there was one point I thought, oh, no, I'm going to have to leave. Like, it's just bad. And um, then they came out on stage and their set was just amazing. Like, it was, <clears throat> yeah, I have no words. It was just something so different that I haven't seen from bands before. They had, like, four outfit changes. Yeah. There was, like, and, like, a never-ending set as well. Like, they would come off stage and then it would be dark and then they're back again doing something else and then leaving again. And then it was just, like, um different covers they they covered let it go um yeah just a lot of random stuff and yeah, yeah cool. i just thought it was a really fun gig i think we said last year they were one of the best bands at good things they were a lot of fun yeah like you were just like holy shit this is like where you want to be <laughs> yeah especially yeah. when they played like thornhill played before them and the yeah. difference between the way the crowd was is like clapping hands as far as i could see it was yeah like, they're they're much bigger than than we let on. I think. We well, they played some big venues when they were here. Yeah. Um. And it looked absolutely bonkers. I, I really, yeah. I did consider while we were in Melbourne heading to their show there as well, but yeah. Nick and I were so tired that we we're like, no, we just need a night of Dude, nothing. That yeah. That venue looks sick. I've never been to that. Was it Pika? I don't know where exactly. Yeah, that something. Is, yeah. But it was in like a shed and it just looked like a rave and I'm like, that would have been awesome. 
Yeah, I heard the merch line was not that great. It was like hours long to get merch apparently. They're like like a cult band. They're like on Bad Onions level. Like people go fucking nuts for that shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Speaking of, people have been pretty quiet on the Bad Omens front. Just saying. Like, do you forget about your favorite worst band? Like, anyways. (laughs) Just people. I don't hear anyone talk about them anymore. Like, what's going on? Do you even like them? dropping vinyl. I guess. Oh, that's right. The clout's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, um, I've got what, one what, more what I want to talk about. Dave? You got one more? Yeah. And it was one we both were at, which is the Saving <clears throat> Face EP release show. Oh, yep. With Keepsake, Vermont, Lakeview, Evergreener at the Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar. Epic. That is like one of the best all-rounders. Like... Oh. Great yeah. venue, worst carpet I've ever stood on. Great chicken, much. great chicken, great fried chicken. Beers were so cheap. Yeah, drinks were cheap. This is a good spot and an epic show. Parkway cover, Parkway cover, comeback kid cover, comeback kid cover, Alexis on fire cover. Very yeah, awesome, very good. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it more next week, I'm sure, when we talk about albums and EPs and everything. But um, Saving Face have had themselves quite a year, and I think they've done it so right. Where they, they you know, they supported a show, they supported a bigger show. They then said, "Hey, we'll do an EP launch." Um, it wasn't like as soon as the EP dropped, it gave some room to breathe, and I think it just led led itself to a really great show. Not that I think other bands that do it differently are any better or worse but I just feel like it was a perfect storm and it all just happened perfectly. And that show like will go down as like one of the best of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so, there's so many more I want to talk about. How many more have you got to talk about me? Just one more. Fuck. So I, I really got to wrap it up. Um, <clears throat> shit. What do I want to talk about? I'm going to pick trophy eyes in their suicide and sunshine uh was that what you were going to talk about me no no (laughs) i know you went to that show um i'm gonna talk about that they are just like i know i say that slowly are the best and they are but trophy eyes aren't far behind they are so good and they've written the best album of the year i mean fuck we'll talk about next week but it's gonna be surprised to no one in my opinion um and their shows just are awesome. And they've just found the balance that works. And John is crazy, um, but he's also great. And he really cares. You can feel that, you know, when he when he played this tour. Um, and I just had to talk about it. It was great. Yeah, I think it, it was a really good show over here too. Um, I really enjoyed it. We don't get them this way a lot or often. It doesn't sound like um, he's ever coming back again after what... <laughs> No, apparently not. <laughs> so what do you I'm say he tweeted, if you don't show. sell it out, I'm not coming? Yeah, pretty much. It was like, if Perth doesn't sell out, I'm not coming back. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll make the most of this show then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I love seeing them. I, even a couple of years ago, I think their show was one of my favourites that I've been to. Yeah. And then this year, it's just even better. So, yeah. Love it. My last show I'm going to talk about is Fallout Boy at Good Things. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> We've been waiting for. <laughs> um, okay. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> let, let her cook. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long day. Um, five years in the making. It's been a while since I've been here. Um, the set list was a bit different to what I was expecting. Um, I was expecting more greatest hits than anything being a festival set. Um, but they did bring us the full tour dust experience, which mm. I was very surprised. We got the big inflatable blitz dog head, the whole stage set up, um, the eight ball, which I didn't think that we were going to get at all. Yeah. Um, my only complaint is there was a few covers and I would have rather songs of theirs than anything um yeah it was just amazing um cried a lot <laughs> but then also the same as Phil said with MCR you know laughing crying all of them emotions in that one yeah it was just an amazing experience didn't get to hold Pete's hand through Saturday, but again, we'll make it another time. Um, yeah, it, I don't know if you guys have seen Fallout Boy before, but they're one of my favourites. And mm. they played a few random Flea Do songs. That was a bit different. I'm not random. expecting that. You know, how, you know how depressed I am that I wasn't there for What a Catch? Like, that is my, I know. my favourite <laughs> Fog song. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Um, well, you wouldn't have got it anyway if you went to Sydney. Oh, I know. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken. I'm, I'm really I'm heartbroken for the Sydney fans. Yeah, it's so it bad. Sucks. Hopefully, they can work something out. I really have a good feeling that they're going to come and play one night. Yeah. In two <clears throat> weeks' mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I think they'll they finish in Singapore and then come back. They finish in Singapore on the twelfth. It would make so much sense in the world to come out and play one night. And I know you don't want to hear it, me, um, but I just have no, a feeling that they'll do it because. <laughs> I just How have a feeling. How would they do it though? Would you would you have like priority tickets for people who had good things tickets, or would it be a free well, for all? Because yeah. that'd be rough if you had a good things ticket and got cancelled, and then you got pipped by someone else who didn't go or didn't already spend that money to see them. Well, this is the way I see it, right? Every person on the internet's been talking shit about Fallout Boy, so if they're asking for partial refunds, they can go shove it because you clearly weren't there for Fallout Boy. So stop being a fucking sook. How so many people did you see? What, on having a sook? Yeah. I haven't seen any person say a good thing about Fallout Boy except for three people that I know <laughs> that care about Fallout Boy. Everyone else is like, Fallout Boy sucked. You know what? I've got... It's I've a favorite of the got, month. It's just, it's a festival season. It's complaining about sound it's season. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, it is honestly the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They have arguably been the biggest pop punk emo band other than Blink in the last 20 years. 20 years? What year is it? 2020. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. every person that said that they they haven't enjoyed Fallout Boy at one point or another is an absolute liar. I've been to enough emo nights to see the the weird, like, battle vest worn, long-haired dude in the corner that likes Metallica and only Metallica. He's, I've seen him sing to to Dance Dance. I don't want to, I don't want to hear on, online that all these keyboard warriors are like, fuck Fallout Boy. They suck. Yeah. That's a shit headliner. It's just the biggest of shit I've ever heard. It's just easy to say. I can tell you right now, I've been to every every good things before this one, and nearly every other headliner was more arse than Fallout Boy would have been, except for Bring Me. 
Offspring? <laughs> pretty, complain pretty, about Bring Me. Huh? This is just as many as just as many complaints about Bring Me. It's ridiculous, and I'm not happy about it. But my my opinion is, I think that if people really want to kick up a stink around partial refunds, I reckon that they'll pay it. It won't be a lot. It'd be like maybe thirty bucks a ticket. I don't know. But that's only going to be people that actually kick up a stink. I don't think they're going to offer it out. Um, and then I don't. I think if they come, it'll just be hey, Fallout Boy's playing one night, and everyone it'll be normal. Buy a mm. ticket. It'll be at the domain like Post Malone and Paramore, where it's pretty much like a festival stage. Um, and you can fit so many people there. If people want to go to Fallout Boy, they'll go. Even the people with partial refunds because they'll go right. maths so get 30, their money. Save back. thirty bucks. You know? And they'll probably go to this gig and still complain about it because they're absolute losers. But yeah. um, I don't know. That's why I remove myself from those groups because it's just like people just want to complain because they can complain and they've got two thumbs and and an, an account to complain through. I um, yeah, it just irks me that that whole the, out of everything that came out of this weekend and people are being like, oh, you know, it was a good thing that Sydney got fucking rained out. After after three songs, I'm like, what is wrong with you? What is, what is wrong with these people? These are the same people that are going nuts for some weird Russian guy squealing some absolute garbage in Slaughter to Prevail. I don't want to fucking hear that. Like, apparently, Fallout Boy fans don't have taste. I'm just, I'm fucking over it. I think it's absolute rubbish. I think you need to get out of the metalcore groups, bro. Nah, fucking. Someone's got to fly the pop punk flag that isn't a fucking inappropriate to toucher. So that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Um, right, it was so a great any, set though. Any Sorry. horrible <laughs> mentions that you wanted to talk about or do you want to do it at the end of the Fast Five? Um, wait, no, I still want to talk about Fallout Boy a little bit more. Okay. Wait, mate, what songs were, were you missing? Like, Because I'm looking at this set list and I, I know there are a few covers which, you know, like Midnight Oil cover, um, mm. Journey and, and Aussie, like that, it feels a bit weird. <laughs> it, it was a bit weird. I know that I think they do cover... Um, journey quite often so that was expected right. but crazy train and the midnight wheel i was just like give there me like 24 songs though that's crazy yeah i wanted the okay so the eight ball yeah it's from infinity on high which is one of their best albums but i was more after i take this to your grave or from under the cork tree like the it's rare to get those ones so like I was like come on give me one of them and and then I seen that um hold me like a grudge was scribbled off the set list so we didn't get that and I don't know why um but yeah the flay do songs bit random I know there's there's not a lot of love for that album here and there it's a bit mixed um but it shouldn't be it's the best but anyways continue I love it too. It's just, I think those two songs were just very different to very like, well. yeah, what they could have played. Yep. Um, but other than that, it still had a lot of the hits. And, but yeah, I think I just, yeah, would have liked some more older stuff. And, oh, go on. and some like, I love their new album and the songs that they picked for the set were a bit different to what I was expecting as well. Like, but other than that, yeah, it was good. Um, to put it in perspective, Bring Me only played 14 songs. Uh, I didn't, oh, wow. it must've felt like a, it must've gone on for ages. 24 songs is ages at a festival at the end of the day. Like what time did it finish? Midnight? No. Um, 
probably around like 10 o'clock. Oh, they did come on a bit early, 8.30 or something, right? Yeah, yeah. You're right, okay. Yeah, hectic. Yeah, very um, long day. What are you smiling about? Dude, I almost had you. <laughs> you almost had me? You never had me. You never had your car. All right, so we're into the fast fives now. Uh, I'm going to hit mine off. So at number five, I've got no pressure. Five, no pressure. Okay. Number four, Bloom, past tense, five-year anniversary show. Right. Number three is the Saving Face EP show. Wow, okay. Number two is Alexis on Fire and Thrice is at number one. Wow, okay. I was not expecting um, no pressure to be that low and I was not expecting Saving Face to be that high. I think like it's just awesome to see like the guys that we kind of have become pseudo friends with have um, doing such good things, and that was like just epic to see that many people in one room in yeah. after they've started just a short time ago, yeah. like early this year or late last year. And yeah. I think it's just a, a sign for the future, and like Thrice and Lexus on fire, nostalgia driven. I think Thrice would be easily top ten of all time that show so wow yeah so it stacks up pretty high for me it's good um may you want to go i'll go next okay i can go next okay so five i've got electric cowboy four i've got mcr night two um three is harry styles nice and this is the surprising one two is fallout boy And a number one's Post Malone. Post Malone number one. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the I Fall Apart in the Rain, White Iverson played in the rain as well. It was just an emotional night. It was beautiful. He put on an amazing show. The first time I'd seen him, I was pretty let down. I thought it wasn't great. I would have said it was probably the worst show I'd ever been to. Really? Where did you see him? uh, He played, I think it was... 2017 it or 2018 fire, it? no it was his own tour um it just wasn't good like really um so I was a little bit iffy about this one but my mum and sister went to um the Red Hot Chili Peppers tour this year with yep. um my stepdad as well and they saw Posty and they're big Post Malone fans yep. and they said that like it was amazing. He put on a really good show. So I had high hopes after that. And, yeah, he just blew it away. It was really good yeah. stage presence. Um, he brought up, like, four different people on stage to do shoeys as much as I hate them. Um, but the interaction with fans and stuff like that, I just thought it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Nice. I saw a clip of him talking to the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, must have been on the tour. He's like, you go smash those drums, Dale, because he thinks he's <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I saw some clips yeah. as well. It looked like... like Yeah, it looked awesome. He, it's like getting into it, wearing his Australian T-shirts and stuff like that, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. I just love that photo of him with Speed and Bert out, uh, backstage in Sydney. Did you see that photo? the best yeah. <laughs> um 
so my five is number five, the Bloom Past Tense five-year show with um, Starve, Nurture, and Saving Phase. Number four is Slowly, Slowly with Between You and Me and Heaven She at the Roundhouse. Number three is Neck Deep and Yours Truly, but in Sydney. Number two is No Pressure with AWOL, Primitive Blast, and Joy in Sydney. It's of night one of that tour. And number one for me is My Chem and Jimmy Eats World, but Sydney, night two. I just think those two songs can't, I can't beat that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Very good. Did we had some good gigs this year. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We were actually Any special spoiled. mentions. We're so spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. So, but how dare for that boy headline good things? <laughs> <sighs> Horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, honorable mentions for me is the say the better half EP launch as well. That was yep. really good. Um, got there late, so I couldn't really rank that. Um, but they are sick live. Obviously, Mike yep. Hem, Jimmy Eight Well were awesome. Alira's final show, Alira great. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the rest. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> and um, obviously, end and um, and parish fest. Mm. So pretty much everything I spoke about. <laughs> uh, May, do you have any special mentions? Yeah, uh, obviously the slowly, slowly show. Um, then also, we had a Sly Withers show in Bombay for the first time in like forever, so we didn't have to travel. And that was really cool to be able to see them local. Mm-hmm. And um, Paramore, I it was a last-minute ticket and I enjoyed every moment of it. Um, Heck, yeah. I'm so stoked that we went. And Hayley Williams is just an amazing front woman. And, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a great show. What about the pyrotechnics? We didn't have that. That was the first night, oh. but the second night, yeah, it was good. But I, I loved her having a go at the Did person throughout the song. I didn't say that. Someone, she changed the lyrics to the song because the pyrotechnics were going off randomly. She's like, someone's getting fired. And she's <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, she's like, this oh is three god. times tonight. Oh, my God, that's funny. i got to see that. Yeah. How many nights did they do? Did you get um, All I Wanted or was that a, a, a different show? That was the last show. They've so done three shows. in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some special mentions for me. Dance Gavin Dance had to be there um, in Eden. Both shows that I've been to in the last few weeks. Um, I mean, just especially Dance Gavin Dance and Eden, actually, to be honest. They're both bands that like, I've loved for a long time, but great to see them again. I think some other call-outs of shows that I really enjoyed was the One Step Closer show at the start of the year. Um, really loved shit. that one. Yep. Uh, Turnstile, that was really awesome. Uh, Mum Jeans with Microwave. Uh, I actually wrote for, for a review on that and I just really love that show. Um, I think they're the main, the main ones, to be completely honest, um, that we haven't already spoken about or like one of us haven't brought up, but they're probably the few that I just want to shout out that I really enjoyed. Um, if we were recording this episode in a few weeks, I would be talking a lot about seeing Anxious um, because they're supporting Drain and I can't wait to see them in a few weeks, but, um, maybe we'll talk about that later. One week, isn't it? Ours is on the 13th. Oh, it's next week. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. There we go. As on the 10th, another school night. Are you going to go? 
can't, oh, go. can't go. No. Fuck. Damn it. Yeah. Um, I just. One. I want to go to quicksand. Quick Quicksand's on the same night. Oh, but, but, yeah. yeah. I just want to hear if anxious are listening, which I know you're not. Um, can you just please play afternoon, please? That's <laughs> uh, all I want to cap off a year. <laughs> that would be Anyways. pretty epic. Damn. Done the gigs. Um, I can't wait. I think what we'll do, we'll talk about what we're looking forward to next year in a few weeks to end the year off. Um, this has been fun. It's been great. Thanks, mate. It's been good. Thanks for having me again. You're been good. Welcome. It's good having yeah. three people. It's very good. Are you enjoying it, Dave? There's probably less um niche <laughs> support there's, for your yeah. Your there's more music. more bullying though. You reckon? I don't think there's been that much bullying today. <laughs> Unless you're one of those people that have been talking shit about Fallout Boy, then yes. Yeah, Dave. Bullying. You can see my socials. You see where I, I don't. I can't do actually. Any know. Of that this stuff. is this is probably the most filthy I've been at something for a long time, and I get filthy at a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I've been too tired to like be on socials to see it all. Like I have seen a lot, but I've just been too tired to say anything. I'm like, oh yeah, like it makes me really angry. But I know that everyone has opinions on different bands, but it's like nothing's ever going to uh, be good yeah. enough. Everyone's going to no. complain regardless. So, like exactly, I, I don't even bother looking because you're just you going to you're looking to find something and you're going to find it, and then you're going to get wound up, and then here we are. <laughs> and then Dave used to deal with me about it, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just like, yeah, it'll be what it'll be. I said exactly. I'll be honest. I'm open. I'm opening a can of worms here. I don't care. This is our podcast. We can say what we want. You can cut me out, Dave, if you want. But it's just it's the same as the cancel culture cancel culture bullshit. It's a flavor of the month. How am I hearing more about how Fallout Boy shouldn't have headlined good things, but I'm not hearing about Pantera headlining a fucking festival? Like what what world are we living in that people care more about Fallout Boy headlining a festival than they do about Pantera headlining a festival? Like. I'm sorry, am I missing something here? It's just happened. Not... So wait till not fest happens and they'll be like, Pantera mm. suck. I don't mind. I'm, I'm not, you know me. I don't necessarily fully cancel a band unless they've, um, they're from, from Wales. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I'm pretty loose with that stuff at the best of times. But like, I just hate hearing the shit. Like, it's just, ah, uh... anyways, really grinds my gears. <laughs> Well, now that Phil's gears have been ground, let's uh, let's, let's, let's close this one off. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. helps the show a lot. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.com.pod. If you are on Facebook, please go and follow us or join the Press Conference Society Facebook group. Um and as always, we just love the feedback. So let us know if you you love this, you hate this, if you if we missed any gigs you went to that you really liked. Um, if you're one of the people that think Fire Boy shouldn't have headlined, let, let me know. Get in the DMs because I'm ready. Don't do um, that. We can have a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Do you want to say anything, May? No, not really. Um, <laughs> I'm also like Phil and. Get in my DMs if you want to fight about Fallout Boy. It's fine. Um, I'm ready. The issue of work's getting quiet. Silly season's approaching. You catch me on a Saturday night, I'll probably have had a few beers. Let's go. You know? <laughs>
<laughs> you heard it here first. Don't message me because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we'll see you guys next week for albums, EPs, and, and songs. Let's go. Cool. Bye. See you then.